0: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. My Money Making Conversation interviews will encourage you to lead with your gifts and never use age as an excuse when you are planning your goals. My next guest is Melanie Thomas Scott. She's best known for her Emmy-nominated work and the iconic role of Nikki Reed, a character she's played for 40 years and counting on America's number one daytime television drama, *The Young and the Restless*. Her memoir, *Always Young and Restless*, is a very motivational book. I read it. It's very, very. I recommend it. It's it's a compelling book about her life. We'll be discussing her life, her career, and overcoming the odds. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Melody Thomas Scott.
1: Well,
0: hello, Sean. Well, uh, well. First of all, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for uh, having your people send the book to me. You know, I read a lot of books, Melody, and uh, one thing that jumped out of this book was overcoming the odds was one, uh, and motivation. You you're constantly self motivated. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit before we get in depth about different things and that I read about the book and some of the questions that your your team asked me to inquire about when we were doing the interview.
1: It's so funny that you consider me to be a self motivator. I don't believe that about myself at all, but I'll take the compliment.
0: <laughs> well, you are, because, because you know, the thing about it, I, I look at my life, you know, and, and people laugh at me because I, I can remember things when I was two, three, and five very clearly. I can, re- you know, I'm going to tell you something. I can, I can remember when my sisters, you know, back in the day before they had the little pampers where you could just have the little, where they would have safety pin. I can remember my sisters actually sticking me intentionally because, because I, I was the middle child. I was the middle child. I can remember and I tell people, they go, you look, you're not telling the truth. How could you remember that? And then I read your book and I go, I finally met somebody.
1: Isn't it wonderful? And I only know before now, learning about you, there's only one other person that I've found that has the same memory that we do. So there's three of us anyway.
0: And it's really interesting because I, you know, it, it, it is so. As, as I'm talking, I start reading your book, and you you mention it. I go, okay, you know, you start. You said, okay, I can relate to her now. You know, we, we, <laughs> you know, we, we, we have a kinship here because how many people have right. told me? In fact, I, I first, in fact, when I tell people that, they say this they told me I've not been telling the truth so many times. I don't even tell people anymore.
1: Oh, no, but, They don't believe you. I, I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and
0: so and so, but but it's tied to it's tied to it's not tied to trauma. It's not. It's just that somehow in my life, I am very. You know, there are points in my life where you know I'm not as clear. But for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, under five, I am very clear about what happened in my life between first grade from
1: from under five.
0: I'm very clear, Two. Melody. Yes, me too. Two.
1: Isn't it strange? I mean, I remember being in my crib. I remember all these. I remember events that happened when I was one that have been verified by family members. So it it is a freakish uh, memory curse. Well, yes, but it, it you know it's a blessing and a curse. I right. mean, you probably don't remember some of those things.
0: Right. Well, but let's talk about your career. Why did you write the book? Okay. For, for like I said, for when I read it, it became a very motivating memoir to me. Why did you write the book?
1: Well, thank you. Um, I wrote the book. I've, I've always known for many years that there was a book in me that needed to be, you know, out there in the world. That it took a very long time, I think, um, getting over the the emotional blocks that one might have in writing about adversities in childhood, and mine were particularly unique, I would right. say, mm-hmm. uh, but. I, I mean, I was never going to write about, write a book simply about the young and the restless. I mean, that, that just would not do it for me. I mean, yes, it's interesting to the fans, but my real motivation was to write about my personal life mm-hmm. and yes, things that I have overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, when I said to you earlier, I don't view myself as self motivating. Uh, it, it just happened to be that I was able somehow, guardian angels or who knows what, to, uh, break out of what could have been a very bad road. Uh, it was not, it was never my, uh, intent at the moments of thinking, all right, I'm going to overcome this. No, it it was almost something otherworldly that guided me to a different path right. uh, for my betterment, and I'm so grateful for that. Whatever forces or powers allowed me to do that and showed me those roads.
0: It's really interesting. Let me. Let me I'm going repeat. I don't know if you heard my intro before I introduced you, and that is why. And that is why this book is such a natural to my. Storytelling about what you're what bringing you on the show. I say it is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. This is her book. When you read uh-huh. her book, this is her book. That is because your brand is different. Brand is just a life, and that's her life. The challenges you face in your life are different. That's her. And then what she did was she stopped reading other people's success stories and started writing her own. I could not have written. I'd say that I'd say that every time I open my show, Melody, I could have not written a, a more classic intro that that mirrors your book. It's amazing. And I'd I, I like to believe that what I'm trying to do on my show and what you've written in that book are, are, are trying to accomplish the same thing. You're telling your story, but I'm also inviting you on the show to let people know what I'm saying is the truth.
1: Yes. Yeah. And and that is why I wrote the book. I had to be truthful about everything. I had to include the dark with the light. Right. Uh you can't write a whole book all about the light. That right. that's meaningless in some ways. So, um I I just needed to let it out there and since the release on August 18th, I've heard from so many people already that are thanking me for delving into particularly sensitive areas that uh, hearing from so many people, Oh my gosh, Melody, you know, I had similar things when I was a kid and they're still carrying them around, you know, as an adult. And it's so wonderful to be able to release that and move forward and leave the past in the past.
0: And it really is important that I know I'm working on a book myself, a motivating book, Melody. And the thing that, that I found in writing it, you, you, You start remembering things that you kind of like buried. Oh, yeah. You buried.
1: I mean, there were many times where I'm sitting at my computer writing a particularly grueling chapter, and I am there perhaps due to our early childhood memory abilities when I'm writing it. I am there in the room where things were happening when I was four, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's total recall. And it has to be in order for it to be honest.
0: And that's what makes the book compelling. And now, now remember you said, Rashawn, I don't really see myself as a self-starter. Well, I'm going to point out some examples of what I thought was a self-starter, <laughs> if you don't mind. When you intentionally, when you intentionally gained weight for that role, nobody, oh, yes. to, nobody told you to do that. But you no. saw an opportunity. Okay. It,
1: it, doesn't even that, you're giving me too much credit okay, there. I gotta it, give, I got why, why am I giving you
0: too much credit? Speak, 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 speak.
1: <laughs> because I still can't tell you to this day why when I was 13 and reading Variety and learned about this part in this new Clint Eastwood movie, I still cannot tell you what inside of me said, that's my part. And, oh, the part is of a chubby girl. Well, I'm not chubby, but I can be very soon. And just started eating with no promise of an interview. My agent had not ever uttered the words mm-hmm. of this film. Uh, and it was just something in me that and it, it it wasn't like oh i'm a go getter i'm going to go get that
0: part that's a narrative. go getter moment that's a go we go we're going to argue <laughs> positively on this show miss god because of because you are fantastic and i think i like to say you kind of undersell yourself a little bit but i can't say that because you're so successful but what i see <laughs> is a person that let's let's point out another example the shooters. the Shooters, uh, the, the, okay the director uh, okay. he worked you worked with him <laughs> twice right you saw an opportunity, you oh, called his I, lovely I, assistant
1: I, I will admit that that was a bit of a devious move on my
0: part You God are right oh, You know some <laughs> people, we're getting there we're, we're Tell everybody, if you don't mind, that genius move there That actually the role could have went to another blonde starlet I won't reveal that little aha moment But you but, did yeah, a genius but, uh, move
1: uh, 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 until long after we shot the film, I did not know who was supposed to play that part. But it was just kind of a strategic move on my part. I, because I really did feel like you know, is my career over? Should I go back and focus on my piano? I, I, I was a bit at a crossroads. But I felt that taking a meeting with Don Siegel because I had worked with him twice before, mm-hmm. and I did know he was going to be doing the shooters. But I didn't led on to that in the meeting. Right. Uh, and that it was just, again, one of those It was twice you didn't.
0: When you talked to his assistant, you didn't let on then either. Strategic, strategic, strategic. Then when you I met with st- him. I'm sorry. Then you made it with him. So you did it twice. I'm just saying you're very smart. And that's why I'm just letting you know that these are the tools that I took away from the book that sometimes you have to make your opportunity. Sometimes you have to be a self starter. And these are the motivating moments that I took away from the book. And I am encouraging people to read because here's a person. Sometimes, you don't. sometimes an opportunity is not presented to you. Sometimes it may be so far away You might say I can't achieve that That's what happened When you was eight years old when You was, you were skinny The role was for a chubby kid In your yeah. mind Your agent didn't say anything about it But you read it You said I'm going to get this And you went and got it But yeah. through effort Through effort though
1: Well through a lot of eating I gained 20 pounds in two weeks And I know <laughs> <laughs> I still
0: don't know how but you I'm did that doctor, I still don't know but- how you did that <laughs> <laughs> You were grubby big time uh, I get-
1: I was determined without a solid opportunity at the end of that road. I didn't know it, it, it was just something in me that I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to do this.
0: And then and uh, then and, and, and you achieved it. And so when you achieve these things, you know, I, I, I would I'm take for an example myself, Miss Scott, is that sometimes I, I I've accomplished things in life. And then I kind of like think it's no big deal. And I'm not saying that, but I'm just in my personality and I I see a lot of things that that you, you've you accomplished in your life and that you're doing in your life, sometimes I just like saying, okay, it happened because guess what was supposed to happen? Or I was at the right place at the right time. And I, I tend to kill those statements in my life because I realized that it happened because I made effort. It happened because, guess what, when somebody was willing to give 23 hours in a day, I gave 24 hours. And I got that from your personality. Like when you went back to the Broadway store to work, you didn't have to go back to that store and work. And when you went back to that store, that led to another opportunity. I'm just saying, it's just your 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 ability to see opportunities and make opportunities is what shines in this book when I read it.
1: Well, you're starting to convince me now that perhaps there is a bit of that in me, although oh goodness, I'm so sorry I'm outside because there's so much activity in my house right now. Sorry mm-hmm. for that. No problem. Going. Um goodness. Um I am, I'm starting to Agree with you. Um, I mean, I, you know what? You could you could convince a snowman to buy ice, I'm telling you. I think mean, <laughs> Well, such first of all,
0: now. when when the reality is that, that's why I was so excited when I got the book. You know, they sent it to me, a book, they said, uh, you know, and I, I, I'm very familiar with your talents, you know, big fan of the show. Uh, I grew up, you know, my mom was a soap opera fan, and so, so that whole uh-huh. 60s, I was, you know, 70s, I was watching before I went to, off to college, and my life sure. took a whole new direction, and I've Thought I was a man of men and things like that, and became the person I am today. But uh, along the way, it was like even when you, even when you uh, had the opportunity to audition for the iconic role that you have right now, you know, you mm-hmm. had a sitcom opportunity, a pilot up to time. You was on the Waltons, but mm-hmm. yet not still, but yet not still.
1: You well, th- but I. As you read in the book, I didn't I really wasn't interested in the role on The Young and the Restless, because, as you say, I had that other opportunity yeah. that I very much wanted to do. It's only because my agent convinced me to take Yr. and goodness gracious, the moral of that is always listen to your agent because we she was so right. forty one years later, I'm still on that show, which is incredible.
0: Wow. I just love talking to you. Because you are the incredible <laughs> one, young lady.
1: But you see, I I have always felt, even as a child and to this day, I feel that I'm very much the fatalist in that, you know, things that come to me come to me from other forces because I'm wherever I'm at is where I'm supposed to be. And if another opportunity opens up, I don't feel that I... Gun for it, shall we
0: say? <laughs> Until you started talking to Rashawn McDonald. Now, Rashawn McDonald got you thinking about yourself a little bit different here.
1: You know something. You know something.
0: Rashawn may be right. I will give him full credit, but he got he's on to something here because because you can give your agent credit if you want to. Rashawn won't. Okay, Rashawn won't because uh-huh. you still have to give one hundred percent effort. And when you write in this book, you may have had those two opportunities, but you wanted this opportunity. Then you when you went and read, you you naturally ma- match in the screen test. You you the effort uh, and then the fact that you got it. And then she she gives you your agent, gives you this half compliment where the other girl was prettier.
1: Hell <laughs> yes! Huh! <laughs> <laughs> Huh?
0: You could you could have told me everything, okay? But oh, uh, well you know they, they turned down other girl because she was actually prettier than you. So thank goodness.
1: That's but but they said that I was. She said, "Well, the other girl was prettier than you, but you were the better actor." There, so because- there you go.
0: Oh, there you thank go. There you go. So, we're on the same page now, <laughs> Melody. I am. I think I've gotten you. I think I've gotten the spirit of Melody on my side. Now let's talk about this brilliant career, Nikki Reed. Come on now. I had to, I had to, I had to dig deep on this one because I said, you know, something, I'm reading this book, and this book is so, you know, it starts with a dark side. You know, childhood. If she's like me, she's remembering a lot of things that most people would say you're foolish to be able to. You're just lying. You're not telling the truth. You're you're just acting right now. But that's part of what the, <laughs> of the magic of who you are, and then then you take all these stories, but they don't affect your everyday life, and you know, don't it doesn't slow you down, you know. And you just all like you said, all you wanted was a sense of normalcy in your life. That's what exactly. you said in the
1: book. And 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 ironically, that normal to me was being an actor and getting. I knew that I was not living the life of a normal little girl at all, but I knew that. If I got a job, I could go to a studio and play the part of a normal little girl. And that was everything to me. And that is probably what was the very beginnings of my deep desire to be an actor. It was like, Hey, I'm living the craziest world ever at home with this nutty family, right. but, um, I, I can feel successful and at peace with my own. So right. by being an actor, by jumping into another character's mind, that and and I still feel that way. That is the joy of acting for me, is to take a character that doesn't exist in reality, but making her real.
0: I'm speaking to Emmy nominated um, actress who plays the iconic role on uh, Young and the Restless, uh Nikki Reed, uh Forty Years in Counting. Uh we're discussing her book, Always Young and Restless, is very motivational book, it's a memoir it's about her life you know what hmm?
1: thing is um you call her Nikki reed and yes indeed she was Nikki reed but everybody today they they all want to say Nikki newman Nikki newman because that whole newman thing you know right. mm-hmm. uh of course she has been married 12 times so i'm what? not going to fault you for so, that so so, so so
0: so what what do what you want me to do now miss miss scott you know <laughs> Nikki reed or Nikki newman she's been married 12 times now, see see i love talking to you i love i you might, you're probably one of my most interesting guests because like like this book. Can I, can, can, I'm, I'm, there's a couple of things in the book I want to say that that I agree with you when you said right place at the right time. Like when you went in and Kirk Douglas braided your hair.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's kinda, uh, that's that's all. Now here, explain this to me if you will. Okay, cool. Thank you. When I was in that stock room at the Broadway selling shoes, and I had been told, do not answer the phone in the stock room. Yeah, you go. And I never did <laughs> until that one day. Yes, ma'am. And I, again, I don't know what what made me go pick up that receiver and say... You know, well, lady shoes, how can I help you? Uh, and it turns out to be my childhood agent, which led to an inner, I mean, as if no time had passed. It has been years since I'd spoken to her. Uh, and then I go to the address she gives me, I walk in, and there's Kirk Douglas behind the desk, and that led to me getting posse, which really led to me getting back into the business as an adult uh, to, to work continuously. But uh, explain that to me. What made me answer that phone?
0: That, that same quality that I keep saying about you, the overriding (laughs) desire to win and to, you know, some, when I, when I I talk to a lot of successful people and you truly are a successful person. And in the end, they wind up being successful because they trust themselves. People tell them what not to do. They do it anyway because they trust themselves. They don't do, they don't do it because of the fact that they're trying to break a rule. If it doesn't make sense to them, then Uh they're going to break the rule. Because they go, why can't I answer this phone? And and and, uh-huh. and and that when I was read that part of the book, I go, she's been an incredible actress all these years. Why they why why can't she answer the phone? And it, when I, when they got to that part, and then when you answer the phone, it all made sense because that's the natural. If you if you read your, well, of course, of course you read your story, you wrote it. You were rebellious all the way up to that point okay
1: oh yes very rebellious
0: it. very rebellious so so when you when somebody telling a very rebellious personality look don't answer the phone yeah. what do you think is going to happen you're you going to answer the phone <laughs> and you answer the phone and guess what it was somebody that oh, wow this is so crazy I, I, i'm gonna share a story with you i'm gonna tell you we're, we're, oh. we're so interesting how our lives intertwine and i'm saying you're me and i'm you i'm you when i was in the hospital I my lung collapsed, okay, and hmm. I was I was in ICU, and I came out, and I was in the hospital, and it was just I was a stand up comic. I used to be a very popular stand up comic, and uh-huh. a comedy competition was going on. I knew nothing about it because I was in the hospital. My lung had collapsed, and right. the phone rung in my hospital room, Melody. I picked Uh-oh. it up. <laughs> it was this guy yeah. asking me, "Did I want to compete in a comedy competition?"
1: Now, you see, that was the same kind of moment. You We are very much alike. You understand? And so that
0: moment right there got me. I, 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 I was released from the hospital three days later. I was on stage and I made the finals. It was a national TV show. It got me back into the stand-up comedy group because yeah. I, I, I'd fallen off because I was in the hospital. But it's the same scenario. So when I'm reading your book, I'm like, are there are too many aha, moment, aha moments with you and I. Because we're we're, I, I, we're uh, self-starters, okay? And, you know, in life, people have told us what well, we cannot do, it, and we've accomplished things that most people have considered the, the extraordinary. And yet, true. we're nice people, because you are a nice person.
1: Well, thank, well, you've just met me. Now, give me a little time. You might change your mind. How am going to do that. <laughs> I, I, I read
0: all 270 pages, okay? I can read between the lines now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're wonderful well, let, Let's talk about the story We're a little bit to Just being a star on the show that long And the responsibilities of being a star on the show that long Can you talk about that a little
1: bit? See, uh, that kind of thinking doesn't even enter my mind it, It's hard for me to even say I am a star That makes me so uncomfortable to say that um, you know, we're a company. We're a repertoire company, and I feel that we are all stars in right. our own right. You know, the the interesting
0: thing about uh, when I when I meet a person like you, because we've never met before, and you know we no. and uh, you know we. But
1: I I think after this conversation, I do want to meet you in person. I, I think I, that would be really.
0: You're amazing, and but when, when, I, when and I and I thank you for wanting to meet with me because of the fact that my whole thing in doing this interview was first of all to meet you, and also. To share what I view, what I, my takeaways from a book, because we all have reasons why we write a book. But I just want to let you know that some people who read the book, they they are inspired, and you have to you have to realize that's a blessing in my eyes. The fact that oh you, yes, absolutely that you that you were honest enough to say, look, because I'm just telling you when you if when you hang up the phone or doing this interview, if you really look at what you're talking about in your book you overcame so many high odds so many levels of different types of abuse so many uh, emotionally challenging physical moments and you survived it and you survived it and uh, and 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 it didn't affect you and so many people allow things to to take them off their success their their path of opportunity and you didn't and that's right. why i had to say that you are a self starter but when a moment presents itself melody, you take advantage of it. You do not, you know, when, he, when you had to take the Lauren call dog, you took the dog. Okay. You know, <laughs> you you took the dog. And so you didn't sit over there. Dog. I, I don't like dog. She said, okay, well bring the dog on here. Because you understood relationships, you know, and all these things have, when you look back in your life, you realize because you have such a great memory, you get, I think you get to appreciate your life a lot more because you can remember so many things.
1: I can, and I think that was very helpful in uh, for the readers out there who think that I am Nikki Newman. A lot of people, you know, it's a fine line. They really think that that is me, and it, if they read everything I've been through and everything that I have come out of the other end, it does, it gives them hope. And if I can give them encouragement to, you know, stick with it, and and there is light at the end of the tunnel, then that the, writing the book. It's all worth it if I can just help those who might be going through similar things or did a, as a child and are now adults still carrying it around with them. They don't need to.
0: They don't need to D- dump it and move on, by, move on, move on uh, or share it with somebody so you can dump it. And that's yes. important, too, because sometimes you need to speak, speak it and get it out of your system and, and see how some people who care about you react to it. And you realize it's no big deal. And that's yeah. the blessing and of communication.
1: Helpful. That that in itself has been very healing for me mm-hmm. to uh, to have put it all out there. Hey, here it is, warts and all, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm encouraging others to follow my lead. Mm-hmm. I guess
0: you know, Nicky Newman. You know, I'm talking to Nicky Newman here. Okay,
1: the <laughs> iconic <laughs>
0: Nicky Newman. <here.
1: laughs> I
0: love talking to you. Well, you in your book, you met a lot of famous people, Nicky. Lot of famous people. Have- Franklin. That- Muhammad Even Ali. Your- huh?
1: Oh, Muhammad Ali. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That was great. Great day. And so,
0: when you meet these famous people, you know, because I'm gonna tell you something. When you said you met, uh, I'm just gonna tell you, something, John Wayne. I'm a Western nut, so John Wayne was. I grew up loving John Wayne. Kirk Douglas, a man's man. One of my Spartacus. One of my all-time favorite acts. So you come, you start rattling off names. It's like I was jealous of you. I was saying, I hope she took pictures. <laughs> I hope she took pictures. And Lauren Bacall. Oh, that 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 I can just see her silhouette. You know, oh, I'm going. Oh my goodness. Carl Reiner? Aretha Franklin. Oh my God. Muhammad yes. I let me tell you something. And you want to meet Rashawn McDonald, I feel even better. <laughs> I,
1: <sure. laughs>
0: You're special. But you got a book out. And uh I, I, first of all I wanna thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. I wanna thank you for writing a book that inspired me to realize that I'm living the right life. I'm all the things that I'm doing oh. in my life I, I should keep doing. <laughs> And age has never been an issue with you. You've been motivated by hard work and success, and the fact that when and, as, and, and I just wanted you to respond to this before we leave because in the entertainment business, it's always filled with so much uncertainty. You know, you work, you work, and when you got that three year contract. Uh-huh. For young and the restless, how did that make you feel at that point? you your like, because you know what your your life had been—the experience with your grandmother, uh, certain situations that, uh, that that people should have been put in jail by the way they treated you physically. It didn't happen, yeah. but at that point, you have offered a three year contract. What did that What did that do for you emotionally and mentally? And uh, we know what it did for you financially.
1: I think I was too young and. Immature to really appreciate what that meant. Mm-hmm. But slowly, poorly, um, it, of course, you know, it, it does affect your life. All of a sudden you're making regular money every week, which for, you know, a freelance actor, that never happens. Right. And you start making new friends, lifelong friends on the show. You start maybe wearing nicer clothes and driving a nicer car. And it just kind of, Slowly creeps up on you without you realizing, hey, I've kind of jumped into a different bracket here of living. Mm -hmm. You're living in a house and these things just occur without you giving them that much credence. But certainly, as time goes on, uh, and and, I mean, not only did it affect my life financially, but I met my husband because of Young and Restless. I had my children because of Young and Restless. So it really impacted my life. Tremendously, uh, more so than most actors, I think, because of the personal rewards it gave me. So uh, that has been such a blessing and still is. That uh, I mean, how many shows are even on forty-one years? And I've been on it for forty-one years. It, it's truly, truly amazing.
0: And as they say, still looking good and still fine. That's that's, you know, that's what they say in the streets about you now. You know, still looking good. And she's still fine. <laughs> Her memoir, "Always Young and Restless," is a very motivational book. <laughs> Nikki Newman's on my show, A.K.A. Melody Thomas Scott. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. I really appreciate you. <laughs>
1: so much for having me it was
0: a pleasure <laughs> uh, and we will see each other soon one day down the line because i know blessed people tend to see each other some way somehow and we live in a slight life that allows blessings to unite thank you my friend be safe out there
1: all right you too
0: all right if you want to hear more money making conversation interviews please go to moneymakingconversation.com i'm rashawn mcdonald i'm your host